0: is country
1: 104 uh, okay here we go
0: morning, good morning. country mornings with kyle and leanne on country 104
2: kyle there is something that i am certainly guilty of you are certainly guilty of it. and it looks like everyone typically does a, a little bit of this every single monday
0: yeah and you know people it Listen, we don't blame you for it because honestly, <laughs> I did it three times today. There was a survey done that surveyed about 2,000 people that asked how many times they hit snooze before finally getting out of bed. And the study showed, well, the people average two times before actually getting out of bed and stay in bed for an extra 24 minutes before starting their day.
2: Now, I have to say, I, I hadn't read this study before this morning, okay? So, I, I had no idea. I didn't know what this study said. But this morning, I was supposed to get up at 4 o'clock. My alarm went off. I hit snooze three times. And then I got up at 4.24. I remember looking at the clock. So, I actually... This study is no so true. I got up way. 24 minutes later than I was supposed to. Did... The reason I could do that is because I'm working from home. I didn't have to drive into the office, but... <laughs>
0: You got that 20 step commute from the bedroom to the kitchen. You're good to go. Uh, It's funny. So I hit it about three times today. And the reason that I hit it three times is I have three alarms to wake me up in the morning just because Mm -hmm. it's so early for us. And, you know, I, I say so early. There are tons of people who get up with us each and every morning. But for me, going from sleeping until 7.38 o'clock every day to now having to get up at 3.45, 4 o'clock, I have multiple alarms just in case I sleep through the first one. Oh, yeah. They normally all go off, and they normally all wake me up, but I still have all three, so I hit snooze on the first two, then the third one goes off, and then I hit it off, and then I get out of bed. So technically, I hit snooze twice, so I'm right along that average, but I think before working here at Country 104, I... I never really hit snooze. Like I would my alarm would go off and I would just let it go and leave it on for about ten minutes and listen to music and then I would wake up.
2: Is your alarm music?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, I see, I have the really annoying annoying like ee, ee, ee.
0: <laughs> Oh no, no. <laughs> that
2: horrible sound. So yeah, I mean, you don't want to listen to that for even 30 seconds, let alone 10 minutes. But I thought this was really interesting. It says uh half of Americans. <laughs> In this study, okay, uh, not not the entire Bye. country, but half of the people in this study still wish their parents would wake them up in the morning.
0: Listen, any way to avoid responsibility? I can understand it, but it's like annoying when they used to, you know, when you're waking up, you're getting to school and your parents like barge into your bedroom and wake you up and it's just, you're never in a good mood after that. So I, uh, I'm on the other side of that 50%. I'd rather yeah. keep doing what I'm doing right now and, and, uh, and leave the alarm clocks to waken me up. Country 104. And may the fourth be with you today.
2: Yes, you can't see it, but I'm doing the, the hand gesture, the, 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 Uh, Star Wars Sun for May the 4th to be with you. And we were talking about this earlier today because Star Wars is, you know, it's it's if it's not the biggest, it is one of the biggest movie franchises in the world. It's you know, there's the theme parks, the merchandise, the 11 movies and so much more that goes along with it. So we were talking about essential movies, essential movies that you need to see at least once In your life. You said Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, and obviously all three of the trilogy, I think, was very ahead of its time when it was first brought out and still holds up as a really, really amazing visual to watch.
2: And we got in some great text messages at 519 643 1039 Rodney says Die Hard is an essential movie. He also said it is a Christmas movie.
0: Ooh, Die Hard. Okay, (laughs) yeah, and I agree with that. It is a Christmas movie, 100%.
2: Deb says Harry Potter which is so true. I mean, it's just legendary. The books, the movies, what J.K. Rowling was able to come up with, I mean, that was massive.
0: Yeah, and the fact that they were able to spill it out over like 8 movies and it was it just it took over at times. It was all anyone ever talked about. So, I haven't seen all of those to be honest with you. I think I made it up to about 4.
2: Okay. Okay, okay so-
0: listen over there, Miss I haven't <laughs> seen a Star Wars movie. At least I've seen some of them. I knew I was gonna get that reaction from you. <laughs>
2: you haven't seen all okay, at least we're like sort of them. even. We're sort of even now. Okay. I've I read the seen-
0: books. Is that fair?
2: I've also read all the books. Okay. I remember when the books came out as a kid. I don't know if this is going to make me sound a little bit nerdy or not, but when the books came out, I remember, you know, that day I had to go to Indigo to get it, the 700-page the book. And I think once I would get home with it, I wouldn't put it down until I finished it. The books were that good.
0: Yeah, they were awesome. I absolutely, I will agree with you there, but I just, I haven't got around to watching the movies. And I know <sighs> I've gotten enough hate on this show just to know that it's just, it's the way it's going to happen. So I just, I take it. <laughs> (laughs) stride. Country 104.
2: Now, Kyle, you and I, we both count as millennials. Millennials, anyone born between 1980 and 19, I think it's like the mid-90s, 94, maybe that's kind of the cutoff before we get to Generation Z. Yeah, it's 94 and and 95, I'm pretty sure. And then after that, you know, what is this quarantine coronavirus generation going to be called? You know, it looks like... experts and people aren't quite sold on generation c yet so they're starting to come up with some you know other nicknames
0: yeah you know they've got a few kind of in the works right now and we want to go over them and just see uh which one sounds right because you know this is this is a very defining generation
2: yeah so one of the options uh that that has come up is baby zoomers
0: (laughs) that's a really good one actually
2: because of the fact that, you know, we are spending so much time on Zoom, on FaceTime, on Facebook video, trying to connect with people. So, Baby Zoomers is one of them. Another one is called Coronials. <laughs> I don't think I'm a fan of that one. Coronials.
0: No, no. Maybe we avoid that one.
2: And then uh, there's Corin ba- Cor- babies, which turn into quarantines. Cor- Corin babies.
0: Corin babies.
2: Now, no. it, also, it also made me think of the movie, remember the movie uh, Children of the Corn?
0: Children of the Corn, yep.
2: <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if we, you turn the C-O-R-N into Q-U-A-R-N.
0: Oh, see, that's perfect. That's, there you go. That saying Ex- in hand.
2: Except for the fact that that movie is a total like thriller, horror movie where bad things happen. So maybe not, but I kind of like that idea.
0: Yeah, who knows that that one, uh, I mean, we would love to know what the best one. I'm, I'm on board with Baby Zoomers. I think it just fits so perfectly. It's a good play on words. It they won't get it until they get older. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like 28 years old in a boardroom, and they're using Zoom, or I don't know what you're using at that point when they're that old, but (laughs) then it finally clicks in the office like, oh my gosh, this is why. Country 104.
2: I think this is my favorite day of the entire year.
0: (laughs) Is this your day? Yes. Is Cinco de Mayo owned by Leanne?
2: (laughs) I mean, I don't mean it's my, I don't mean I own it, but I mean, this is my day to thrive. This is your day to
0: thrive, and uh, (laughs) I don't think you're alone on that one in any regard whatsoever. And you know, we have uh, one of our favorite people here at Country 104 in uh, in Juan who does basically everything for this station and this company. And, you know, unfortunately, we were going to have him in studio, but evidently you can't do that anymore. So uh, he is actually down the hall. So he decided that he wanted to get on the fun and have the festivities. And he sent us a few audio clips of some phrases in honor of Cinco de Mayo. And what we're going to do is we're going to play a clip. We're going to try and figure it out. And then he's going to send me... What the actual meaning of his statement is, okay?
2: And and you know Juan is from Colombia, so the, these sentences are in Spanish, one hundred percent Spanish, and I don't speak a lick of Spanish. Nope. So
0: here we go, fantastic stuff. So we're gonna we're gonna play number one here and see if we can get it, okay? Okay. All right. Here we go.
1: Vamos a celebrar con todos los mexicanos que la batalla contra los franceses la ganamos.
2: What? That was so fast. Did
1: you get a lick of that whatsoever?
2: (laughs) No. I have no idea. I didn't even pick up a single word. I didn't hear cerveza once. (laughs) Do you want to hear it
1: one more time? Okay, let's try it one more time. Vamos a celebrar con todos los mexicanos que la batalla contra los franceses la ganamos.
2: Friends, I think he said something about friends or family, I think.
0: I heard... I heard Mexico or Mexicans in there. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) That's all I got. I don't know.
2: If Juan was in the studio, which he can't be right now, if Juan was in the studio right now, he would just be ripping us to shreds about uh, how bad our Spanish skills are. Do we have the answer what he actually said there?
0: Yeah, I don't know why he sent this one, but it's uh it's a very odd one. Uh, so we are going to celebrate with all of the Mexicans that the fight against the French, they won it. Okay. No idea how that was the thing.
2: <laughs> I also didn't hear I didn't hear French in there. No, either. I
1: didn't either. All right, so here here's number 2. Todo el mundo celebra el 5 de mayo con tacos, con cerveza, con tequila, pero acá en México lo celebramos contigo.
2: Okay. Now I heard Cerveza. I heard tequila. I heard Mexico in that one.
0: I heard I heard tacos too.
2: Oh. Did you hear okay. tacos? I heard tequila. That was, <laughs> that was my one impersonation.
0: That was a very good one. Do we want to listen to it again or do we want to just give it a shot?
2: Let's let, let, let's give it a shot.
0: Okay. I think we're going to. We're going to have, uh, <sighs> We're gonna have many. Many tacos, many beers, and tequila shots. Uh, I don't know this this year. Today, we're gonna have I, we're gonna have many tacos, beers, and tequila shots today.
2: I think that wow, that's a good guess. Okay, let's. Uh, what what did he what did he actually say? What's the translation? That's not bad. Okay, everyone
0: celebrates Cinco de Mayo with tacos, beer, and tequila. But here in Mexico, we celebrate it with you.
2: Oh, well, isn't that sweet?
0: I didn't get that whole thing at the end, but <laughs> you know, I got the beer, tacos, and
1: tequila. That's not the bad, most, right?
2: The most important parts, right?
1: Yeah. Okay, let's do another one. Okay. No entiendo por qué me ponen a hacer esto, pero pues si quieren escuchar mi voz hablando español acerca del 5 de mayo, aquí lo tienen.
2: From me and my family, we would like to wish you a happy Cinco de Mayo <laughs> celebrate party. I, I don't have a clue. I, I just heard him say Cinco de Mayo. We've got Jen Law texting in saying all, uh, the last one. She said all I got was tequila. So we're not alone in not knowing what is going on right now. I
1: need to hear this again because there's a word I think I recognize. No entiendo por qué me ponen a hacer esto, pero pues si quieren escuchar mi voz hablando español acerca del Cinco de Mayo... Aquí lo tienen. Does he say my he... name there?
2: Oh, I did not hear that. Oh,
0: I thought I, <laughs> I thought I heard I thought I heard the word like you know porqué or pourquoi or whatever the word that's like for why.
2: Mm. Okay.
0: But I don't. I don't I... know.
2: I think I heard him say Espanola, so something in Spanish.
0: Okay, here we go. We just got, so here it is right here. So that one is, I don't know why they asked me to do this, but if they want me to talk in Spanish, here we go.
2: Wow. I don't Juan, I love it. He's not even in the studio, and he's giving us a great laugh. I love him.
1: <laughs> Last one, and we're done here. Last one. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Sí, hoy es cinco de mayo.
2: One, two, three, four, five, yes. Five, cinco de mayo, yes. Is that what he said?
0: I I, I think so. I mean, he, he gets the numbers and everything,
1: right? Last one. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, si, sí. hoy es cinco de mayo. One, two, three, four, five, yes.
0: Today is cinco de mayo.
2: Yeah, I think that's, I think oh, that's what I heard. Oh, we got
0: it. Yes. <laughs> the easiest layup of all time, and we crushed it out of the park.
2: <laughs> well, we, we now know a few things, and uh, that tequila, I think, in Spanish and English are the same thing, and that is exactly how you should be celebrating Cinco de Mayo today.
0: Uh, I just want to clarify. So the first one... That that Juan sent was saying we are going to celebrate with all of the Mexicans that the fight against the French, they won it. So he actually messaged me and said the real meaning behind the five the the five mile is because they won a war against the French to to kind of make themselves independent. So that's part of the celebration. That's kind of the historical um, reasoning for it. So that's one which just texting me right now. So a little history lesson, a little Spanish lesson. We got it all here at Country 104. Country 104.
2: Over the past couple of weeks, we've been seeing how different people have been staying busy with this new world we're living in. I've been baking. You've been working out. Uh, We have Jake Allen, who plays for the St. Louis Blues. He's opening up a chicken coop next week. Uh, But people out in Edmonton have Decided to do uh, something different, and and I I would love to see this here.
0: Yeah, I I a I want to see how big it is, but <laughs> yeah, I would like to see this implemented in not just you know here in London, but I want to see it on, on in every province. And I actually want it to differentiate and not be the same thing with each province. I want each one to be different. And uh, in Edmonton, they have started off something cool. As an individual, I believe has gone out of his way to basically recreate one of the best board games of all time monopoly in real life with chalk.
2: Yes. So I was a group of artists, a group group of local artists in, in Edmonton. They found a, uh, a block, a square block in the city and they colored all the sidewalk blocks to match up with the game of monopoly. So, uh they have, you know, the community chest, they have some sidewalk squares that are the chance squares. They have, you know, pass go, collect $200. They have go to they they have all the squares from monopoly and it looks amazing. It looks like the actual game.
0: That's that's so fantastic. I that would be it would be one of my favorites. It's gotta be one of my favorite board games. That would—that's the one game where, like, I would love to to try in like in real life something like that. If someone drew it out, I would love to be like physically a part of it. I'm Maybe. trying to think of other games that I would want to be like drawn out so you could like live through.
2: Okay, I've thought about this. Oh, Remember the game Clue.
0: Oh, how do you forget Clue? (laughs) Of course.
2: It was Colonel Mustard with the candlestick in the library. I would love if we could have a real-life version of that game. I, I, I don't think that there's... You know, we have escape rooms and stuff like that, but that's not the same as Clue. Not
0: the same as Clue. And honestly, if anything, they probably took a little bit of that from Clue and implemented their own thing. But I don't know, Leanne, we got we got a lot of time on our hands. We can make that happen. Country 104.
2: So Darlene, all week last week here at Country 104, we were asking people to submit stories and nominate their moms for Mother's Day shout outs here here on air on the station this so, must from my daughter Michelle
0: yeah and it actually did and funny enough we we know Michelle a little bit she was our Tennessee takeover winner oh uh, she
2: was so excited
0: all that. the way last year it really was it was an awesome trip but uh she decided to nominate you for the mama and me contest and just you know say so many amazing things though do you want to know what she said about
2: you Yes, because you said that they had to send in stories, so I'm curious. <laughs> she said, I love my mom so much. She has always been so supportive in all aspects of my life. I can always count on her to be there for me and our entire family, no matter what. She is the best mom there is. Love you, Momsy. Okay, so now I'm crying. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, Darlene, That's Michelle beautiful. is so sweet. Yeah, she's very special. I'm happy to have her, I'm privileged to have her as my daughter, that's for sure. She
0: said that you guys have been able to keep touch through phone calls, video calls, texts, and emails. And, uh, you know, it's 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 just the way it's come to But it's really awesome to know, Darlene, that, you know, Michelle is keeping in contact. And, and, and that's how she feels about you, which is obviously how you should feel about your mom.
2: Thank you. It's very sweet. Yeah, these are <laughs> tough times for everybody, that's for sure. Are you missing your family right now? Luckily enough, we're all in the city. We've been able to do some dog walks, distancing, one on one side of the street and one on the other, but I've got elderly parents, and it's tough because you can't go over and do close things with them.
0: Well, uh, you know, obviously, Michelle's thinking of you. We all are, and with Mother's Day coming up, we just wanted to wish you an early Happy Mother's Day, and, of course, Michelle, for nominating you for this.
1: Thank you so
2: much. I appreciate it big time, and I hope that you guys wish your moms all Happy Mother's Day, too. Country 104. Who in your house... Pampers your dog more? Is it you or your girlfriend Emma?
0: It's 100% Emma. 100%. (laughs) And it's not even her dog. That's the best part about it. I mean, (laughs) now it's basically like she's adopted the dog. Like Emma's her favorite. She always cuddles up with her. Leah, yesterday they were on the couch. And Ivy, my dog's name's Ivy. She never does this. Ivy was on her back with all fours up in the air, sprawled out, passed out asleep on her. She <laughs> never does that. She's never, she doesn't like being on her back. But yesterday was apparently a uh, an anomaly. And uh, I don't know, I can't get her to do that ever. And it's now, just, d- it's slowly worked that way.
2: Do you do you feel like you're getting a little bit gypped? It's, it's now that your girlfriend's moved in, you, uh, Ivy's decided that, she's the she's the favorite
0: well yeah because now she gets spoilings for both of us because then there's me when i come home knowing that they spend six hours together in the mornings because i'm here (laughs) they get all this quality time together and i gotta make up for it throughout the day so i mean i do whatever i can to try and spoil her back but i i I just i I know i'm not the, uh, the winner in this situation so I, new, she spoils her more.
2: <laughs> so a new study was done, and it shows. I guess Kyle, you are you are not the rule in this study. You're the uh, you're you're the exception. A new study shows that on average, men. Pamper their dogs more than women. Men are more likely to buy their dogs the more expensive dog food, more premium dog food. They're also more likely to go get treats and toys for their dogs. However, women are more likely to set up an Instagram account for their dogs.
0: That's a fair assessment. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, we've, I've, I've tried to dial it back in terms of treats because there are so many bags. I'm like, we got to get through these first before <laughs> I can go buy another, you know, bag of treats or a bone or whatnot. But I, I will say. I'll say this. I spoil her more in terms of when I feed her because I always put a little extra something in her food.
2: Oh, like
0: okay. I've known that if I put a little tomato sauce, she goes nuts for it. Sometimes <laughs> if we have whatever our dinner is, if there's a little bit of rice left over, a little bit of chicken left over, that goes into the food. And of course, she goes nuts. Uh, you know, Emma doesn't do that as often. So, I mean, oh. I've got that advantage. But in terms of the cuddling and the pampering and just like, I don't know, it's, I can't win that. It's nothing I can do. Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne. Buzzing
2: through that radio station. Country 104.